Hey guys! Welcome back to another episode of Turtle Talks, a podcast for everyone about everything. Um, It's been a little while since I last talked to you guys, and I miss you guys a whole lot, so I decided that this week we can talk on a more personal level. So I asked you guys to ask me questions a while back for this week's episode, and to be frank, about 99.2% of you guys did your best to disappoint, so that's fun. Um, But anyways, a few of you guys did ask fairly interesting questions, so thank you for that. Uh, This episode has been moving pretty slowly because life recently has just been really confusing and busy these past couple of weeks. I tried to get in the groove of making a new episode, but I could never really get into a writing of a fluent script, but a lot has gone down and I'm finally able to settle down and just write. Um, This episode features a few of your questions that lead each segment, so listen out for yours. If I couldn't answer your question and you really like me to, just go ahead and shoot me a message, Instagram, Snapchat, text me, just letting me know if you uh, would like me to do a part two. So without further interruption, let's get into this Q&A. Okay, so segment one, future goals. Um, This first question comes from Cecilia who asks, where do you see yourself in 10 years or what are your future goals? Um, My response to that is in 10 years, I honestly don't know if any of my plans right now will happen or really matter. But I feel like, I hope within the next 10 years that I'm doing what I truly love to do. I don't want to be stuck working a 9 to 5 feeling like my obligations aren't something that I can enjoy. I want to wake up in the morning with a sense of determination and self. And I really do hope to have accomplished undergrad and move to a much higher education. I'll be 26, so hopefully in a relationship... um, that I see going somewhere far into the future, not just going around looking for Mr. Right, but hopefully finding him for the rest of my life. Um, on a more personal, spiritual thing, I hope to be closer to God and my family and even more so myself. And I don't think that I will be struggling with severe depression by then because it's been getting a lot better over the past year. Um, but I hope to be still taking the necessary steps I need to to keep my mental health intact. I really want to be in a place where I can get out of bed and look at each day differently instead of being in this gruesome routine that we tend to find ourselves in in these years of our lives. And I hope that some aspect of my life, no matter what it is, is an inspiration to the people around me and that I'm making an impact in every single person's life that I walk into. And truly, I know that life won't be all sunshine and rainbows like uh, the movies that I watch that make me feel like that's going to be my life. But um, I know it doesn't have to be clouds and storms all the time as well. And it's true when people do say that life is exactly what you make it. And in 10 years, I truly hope to make it as amazing as possible. So the next question, which is personally my favorite, comes to uh, comes from Taylor, who asks, why did you decide to take a break year from debate? Um, so when writing this segment, this was in the summer before junior year started, uh, so I'm going to have to, you know, 
switch some words around so it makes sense. Um, I've come out and said that uh, I will not be doing speech and debate uh, this year, uh, and I hadn't said it real loud, um, but a few of my competitors knew, and I guess word just spread, and I ended up having to tell a lot of the people I met through speech and debate. Um, but I guess that's formality now. Um, I've come to the conclusion that speech and debate requires a lot of flexibility and attention. And with junior year already being halfway done, I already know that I have been running low on both. And doing speech and debate my sophomore year was pretty hectic and pressuring, though it was very rewarding. Um, I earned several trophies and medals, and it was a very wonderful experience at tournaments. Um... I was given the opportunity to meet so many amazing people and go to some amazing schools, but woven into those experiences were lots of tears, anxieties, drama-filled days, anger, and frustration, serious frustration. And it was during the speech and debate season that I was actually diagnosed with uh, depression and anxiety and started to attend therapy. And all those things just made school and my personal life very hard. And it was sad that I was looking forward to the end of the season, something that I truly enjoyed. I was looking forward to it ending. Um, Many people say that junior year is marked by its ability to crush the young kindred spirits of teenagers and put amazing pressures on students, especially ones enrolled in extracurriculars and AP honors classes. And this year I decided to double up and get things done and found myself in five AP and honors core classes and taking college credits off campus. It's just on top of that, I'll still be attending regular therapy and trying to balance volunteer work as I have the past few years. And with all that being said, not to build pity or throw in the kitchen sink, but to give you guys an idea of how stressful this year is. If I added on to those things the responsibilities of creating speeches and interpretation pieces, practicing them, and spending money, lots of money, to travel and compete with them every weekend for about six to seven months straight. And I know that I make it sound like a nightmare, but uh, it was the end of the season that was rough due to unfortunate circumstances that were uh, personal, and it kind of ruined the experience for me. But I have been thinking about joining it again uh, my senior year, when I will only hopefully have one class for the first semester and then all early grad. But until then, I guess we'll have to see how uh, things work out. Our next segment, which is the next question, is from Dear Old Serenity, who asks, Do you ever get scared thinking about the future? Oh, wow. Um, if you know me personally, this is actually one of my biggest anxieties, and it kind of haunts me a lot. Um, I've had a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that all of us are on a timeline. And fun fact, I'm listening to Stop This Train by John Mayer as I was typing this. So that's crazy. Um, But it's so gut-wrenching when I'm alone in my thoughts and I realize that life doesn't wait for us. It keeps going no matter if we're ready for things to slow down or speed up. 
And it's a concept, really, and it's one of the only things that man has absolutely no control over. We try to find ways to elongate the future or predict and alter it, but no matter how much technology and education we intertwine into it, it's never going to follow the exact course we try to make it. That, I feel, is in... It's the part that makes me more or less question the future and what it holds. The thing that scares me is the inevitability of things like tragedy and turmoil. But it's not always something to be afraid of. I look forward to the future and all the possibilities of good that it holds. I like to sometimes picture what my life would look like. Will I be married with a kid or a dog? Or will I live? Will I have awesome friends? And how much will my family grow? You know, the future, I feel, is something extremely funny to try to think about. It's a bit foggy, and you only really see five feet ahead of you, and the rest is just a journey that you have to follow along with. But it's fine to be scared, and it's fine to be anxious, but it's also fine to be optimistic and hopeful. It's really just a roller coaster that we have to ride and learn to enjoy despite the bumps along the way. Because truly, at the end of it all, when life comes to a screeching halt, we all look back and ask ourselves the same question every time. Do I have any regrets? And if life is all just one timeline of worry and anxiety, then how will we ever answer that question and be satisfied with the answer? Okay, last segment for today. Um, This question is a combination of uh, Lacey and Ethan's question, who ask, what do you look for in a person, such as habits, mannerisms, features, stuff like that? Um, Typically, I tend to gravitate towards, I hate to say it, but people who I've been friends with for a while, actually. Most of my most meaningful relationships stem from really good friendships, and I really want someone who is easy to talk to, but also not silent on their personal opinions. I love someone who's not afraid to talk about differences in opinions and stuff, because if they are, there's no way of us seeing different viewpoints than our own if we always agree on everything. Now, that's not to say that I like someone to fight with, but someone who has their own beliefs that I don't always agree with or someone who doesn't always agree with my beliefs. Um, I really want someone who is easy to talk to. Yeah, I already said that. I'm kind of slow. Um, <laughs> I find it extremely attractive when people are very involved in their community and family and their faith, whatever it may be. Um, I love it when a person is passionate, not only about themselves, but um, what they want to do for their present and future, future, but like also when they care and nurture a seed that they plant into a community. And I get told a lot, half as a joke and half as an observation, that I like skinny white boys who look like they're uno drew pot away from a hospital visit. But honestly, I've grown a lot in truly observing people's personality rather than 
let's say the features physically that most people including my past self find particularly attractive um i'm very family oriented so when someone is invested in family and is great with kids i truly love that so much um i i like very funny upbeat and curious people uh someone who has a heart and mind for adventure and constantly wanting to learn and explore and being present and in tune with his emotions while also being able to express them safely uh, without shame or embarrassment or even anger sometimes you know you can be angry and express it but you know what I mean like angry as in you know getting violent with it but um I'm also looking for someone who I can watch grow and I have to be careful about saying this because I feel like women, including myself in big part, um, often let their Superman complex get in the way of discerning the difference between helping someone grow or being there to watch someone grow and fixing someone because often we like, we lean towards fixing. Um, I'd love to watch someone grow and mature and be the same way as well, being there for them to see me grow and cheer me on as it happens but uh on a less metaphysical level um i'd love someone who really likes music and that i can just kind of vibe with um i'd love to just drive around and chill or be with someone willing to create content with me like this podcast someone to make silly videos with or paint and dance with I have a very big appreciation for the arts, so having a person who uh, also has that same appreciation would be an absolute dream. But yeah, that's that's my little checklist for God when he's making my future, my future boo. Woo Chile! Okay, that was a whole lot of talking, (laughs) but really, I'm glad I finally got over that horrid case of writer's block and pushed out a semi-okay episode for you all. Uh, I hope that you guys actually enjoy it and find it kind of informative of where my brain was slash is at since I've been writing this episode since the beginning of August. Um, I'll leave a question box on my Instagram, sweet.t, that's sweet.tiye, for you guys to give me suggestions on future segments. Uh, It's currently Thanksgiving, and as I'm waiting to stuff my face, I've been creating content for this podcast and drumroll, please. That was my very sad attempt at a (laughs) drumroll. My YouTube channel. It's been so long since my last upload and it feels so good to finally be able to have a break from school and get this stuff done and have content to share. Well, that's all for this episode. Have a great turkey day and I'm very thankful for all of my supporters. Uh, Turtle signing out. Bye.